This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today is Thursday, May 25th, 2023. IRS whistleblowers break cover after claiming Hunter Biden was given preferential treatment. They are breaking their silence. They are making themselves public and saying, yo, this is a crime family. Trump meme breaks the internet after Ron DeSantis' glitchy 2024 launch and Congresswoman Lauren Boebert joins the show. My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show. We talk a lot about things of value on this program. We talk a lot about uh, why we do this program because every single day we are motivated by one thing in particular, the future, the future of this country and the future of our families, the people who are precious in your life. This is what's precious in my life, my children. I will do anything to protect them. I will do anything to ensure their future. That is why we fight and that is why we do this. We motivate ourselves by saying, God, family, country. And all those things are very, very important in that sequence. And that is why the education of my children and what fills their little brains is so paramount in my life. Ladies and gentlemen, that is also why I partner with the Freedom Project Academy. The Freedom Project Academy is the opposite of a woke education. We talk about woke Target, woke Bud Lights. You want to get rid of all that stuff? You got to make sure that your kids' brains are filled with good things. And the Freedom Project Academy does that for me and my family. The Freedom Project Academy was built on Judeo-Christian values and classical curriculum. They are dedicated to the mastery of the subject matter and teaching kids how to think, not what to think. The Freedom Project Academy can help cleanse your child's brain of wokeness. Save 10% on tuition when you enroll today at freedomforschool.com. That's freedomforschool.com. While you're there, you can check out their courses. You can literally look at what your children are learning. You can see the teachers and the preview videos and the courses. You have full transparency. Isn't that nice? We cannot afford to hand over another generation to the left. Take back our children's education. Freedomforschool.com. Freedomforschool.com. Okay, so education, learning, the understanding of the world around us. This is paramount. And this is, of course, why free speech matters. This is why we do this show every single day. We, we, we need to be educated. And there is an entire trillion-dollar ecosystem to keep you from knowing things about the world around you, the banking collapse, the financial collapse, uh, the corruption of our political leaders. But this was really put into stark contrast, and a total and complete pall was cast upon our nation and the systems that run it in a very interesting and unique moment in the last year. During the beginning of the year, there appeared a blurry white blob up in the air. Blurry white blob didn't look like this, although we're hunting for the original social media. Uh, the blurry white blob looked sort of like just a little speck in the sky. And people could take photos of it with their phone. Now, as we know, this is a Chinese spy balloon. It was it's made famous over the course of the last uh, few months. The Biden administration allowed it to traverse the nation to spy on our nuclear weapon silos and military bases and your home to hoover up uh, an enormous amount of communications, maybe your communications with your wife or your children. They didn't want you to know about this, even though the military and the powers that be and the government 
that B? There you go. They didn't want you to know about this Chinese spy balloon. They wanted this to be kept a secret. Joe Biden wanted his trade talks with China to go forward. You know, the Biden administration had to go cancel a bunch of meetings and go cancel a bunch of uh, stuff with the Chinese uh, because of this. While you're sending balloons over to spy on our military bases, we can't send Anthony Blinken over to China. Why am I going back through the recent history of this moment, ladies and gentlemen? Because it is an indicator as to how our government operates. Our government wants you to ignore the things that are directly in front of your face. They want you to simply live inside of a world where the balloon doesn't exist. Don't look up. It's not real. None of this is real. Please go about your lives. Everything is fine. Everything is fine, meme. Don't look up in the sky. Don't exist in reality. The government tried to hide this from you, and it was actually citizen journalists and people just standing out in a field with their phones that exposed that this Chinese spy balloon was real. If it wasn't for human beings noticing, Americans noticing the corruption, then they would have been able to hide it from us. How much has been hidden from us over this long expanse of our recent American history? How much has been hidden from us? How much corruption? How bad does it have to be that the IRS, which is not a right-wing organization, which is staffed with militant leftists, have to have whistleblowers come forward to say that the corruption is so endemic that I, an IRS agent who probably is not a MAGA hat wearer, probably not like a huge right winger. I, an IRS agent, have to scream at the top of my lungs to corporate media about the corruption inside of our country. This is how bad it's gotten. The IRS whistleblower, who we have been talking about on this program, who has since uh, this very moment uh, remained anonymous, has come bursting forward and broken their silence. There were multiple steps that were slow walk by the Department of Justice, the IRS whistleblower, break cover after claiming Hunter Biden was given preferential treatment during tax probe. Gary Sharpley, a 14-year IRS agent, says he immediately saw deviations in Hunter's tax probe investigation when he was assigned the case in January 2020. When I saw the egregiousness of some of these things, it no longer became a choice for me. It had to be something that I do, he says. He also claimed to have faced retaliation from IRS leadership after speaking out, and Hunter's team has accused him of breaking the law. Of course, Gary Sharpley went on CBS News last night and said that he is upholding his oath of office to treat every American the same in his investigation. A brave man who deserves our applause. Go. When I took control of this particular investigation, I immediately saw it, you know, it was way outside the norm of what, what I've uh, experienced in the past. Gary Shapley is a supervisory special agent for the IRS, where he's worked for 14 years. In January 2020, he was assigned to what he calls a high-profile investigation. Who's the subject of the investigation? I can't con confirm or deny the, the subject of this investigation. Why not? Because, you know, part of the tax secrecy laws don't allow it. Shapley can't say it, but CBS News has learned the investigation was the probe of Hunter Biden by the Trump-appointed U.S. attorney in Delaware. Senior Biden administration officials have vowed to let it run its course without interference. 
It's not restricted in his investigation in any way. But CBS News has obtained this letter Shapley's lawyers sent to Congress Monday alleging irregularities in DOJ's handling of the investigation. So, okay. What you're hearing here from the IRS whistleblower is that at the DOJ's direction, they are not to go about the regular investigatory patterns for anyone committing tax fraud. What you're hearing is impeachable offenses. You know, the last three presidents that were impeached were impeached for the obstruction of, dr- of justice, for using the power of the executive to hide their crimes. This is the beginning of what should be a Joe Biden impeachment march. This is classic obstruction of justice. Watch. Shapley is seeking legal protections from Congress so he can share specifics of his allegations. There was multiple steps that were or slow walked at the uh, direction of, of the Department of Justice. Had you ever encountered that before? I have not, no. These deviations from normal process, and, and, and each and every time it seemed to, to always benefit the subject. Yeah, every single time it benefited the Bidens. Isn't it interesting how that works? Interesting how it all works. Chinese spy balloon. It's not in the sky. There's no Chinese spy balloon in the sky. Don't look up. Don't look at the investigations. Don't investigate. You better not investigate, is what they're saying. IRS whistleblower explains why he blew the whistle. This interview is so important. Listen. Shapley says he decided to blow the whistle after a heated meeting last October with federal prosecutors. That was my red line meeting it just got to that point where that switch was uh, was turned on and i just couldn't silence my conscience anymore did you let prosecutors know you were unhappy i don't think i can answer that hunter biden has denied any wrongdoing like civil servants the irs agent told us he is a registered republican his whistleblowing is being assisted by an advocacy group with past ties to the gop but shapley says this is not about politics why do you want to navigate these waters? I don't want to do any of this. I took an oath of office, and when I saw the egregiousness of some of these things, it no longer became a choice for me. It's not something that I want to do. It's something that I feel like I have to do. When I saw the egregiousness of some of these things, I no longer became it. No, it no longer became a choice for me. It's not something that I want to do. It's something that I have to do. This is the action of a desperate man. This is the action of somebody who is inside of a system, a system that is designed, as we have been covering with the revelations of the Durham report last week, and as we have been covering over the course of, well, the better part of the entire Biden presidency, this is a system that acts as a cancer. It acts in an antibody response to someone like Donald Trump who comes in to try and clean it up. It protects itself. It metastasizes. It strangles out and destroys and kills that which is not of the system. This is the rot at the center of your government. Good people are to be exercised out of this system, whether it's the military, the FBI, or the IRS. And this is what's going on. Men with consciences and had, and consciences that are violated cannot remain quiet. They have to speak up. They have to tell someone. And now there's more. There's more whistleblowers because this man has been taken off the case entirely 
So he came forward and then there was retaliation against him from inside of the Department of Justice. Where the hell is the GOP on this? I mean, at some point, do we truly live inside of an oligarchy? Do we live inside of a system where there are two governments? One, which we have some small effect on, and then the uh, another that sits above that government that is permanent and unelected? Well, the answer is yes. A second IRS whistleblower has come forward indicating that everything that you just heard is indeed happening, and it's even worse. Watch. A second government worker is alleging wrongdoing in the criminal investigation into Hunter Biden. Correspondent David Spont is at the Justice Department tonight. Another IRS whistleblower claims retaliation after speaking up about problems in the Hunter Biden investigation. He wrote late last week to his supervisors, I have asked for countless of meetings with our chief and deputy chief, often to be left out on an island and not heard from. The new whistleblower joins his boss who came forward last month alleging the IRS retaliated after he complained about issues including investigation delays. He's expected to testify behind closed doors on the House side at the U.S. Capitol on Friday. The IRS responding to Fox News in a statement when an IRS employee raises allegations, the commissioner's office does not directly run an investigation, seek the identity of the whistleblower, or similarly intervene. Instead, the IRS supports the inspector general. IRS Commissioner Daniel Werfel wrote to members of Congress in both parties, I have not intervened and will not intervene in any way that would impact the status of any whistleblower. But the allegations coming from the IRS in this investigation are unique, according to a whistleblower expert of more than four decades. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. So you have multiple government officials saying, in summary here, that the DOJ is commanding that they not investigate Hunter Biden or kneecapping them, chaining them down from the investigation into the president's family. Now, this is a president's family that has an incredibly long history of nefarious behavior. So egregious is this behavior that the Barack Obama White House was flagging it while Joe Biden was vice president? The State Department was saying, what the hell is going on here? Why are they trying to sell out America and American interests in Ukraine? This is Barack Obama's own State Department. Barack Obama's own administration officials are now coming out against Joe Biden. And what do we see here in this little TikTok? We see the government officials who've been put in charge of this investigation are now removed. They have now had retaliatory measures for speaking the truth. This is a classic obstruction of justice. This is where they get Nixon on. This is where we got Bill Clinton on. This is where they get everyone on. This is where they tried to get Donald Trump on. And hot damn, if Donald Trump was doing this, uh, you can trust DC would be in flames. IRS Commissioner, DOJ is responsible for whistleblower purge from Hunter Biden tax probe. IRS Commissioner Daniel Werfel told Congress the Justice Department 
made the decision to purge an IRS whistleblower from the DOJ's probe into Hunter Biden, according to a letter sent to House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Jason Smith. Werfel's letter on May 17th responded to Smith's May 16th inquiry about the concerns that a high-ranking IRS agent faced retaliation for raising red flags about the investigation. Werfel said the decision to remove the whistleblower from the tax investigation at DOJ's direction. It's a criminal enterprise. As a general matter, and not in reference to a specific area, I believe it is important to emphasize that in any matter involving federal judicial proceedings, the IRS follows the direction of the Justice Department. Werfel disavowed any potential role in allegedly having the removal of the whistleblower. I want to state unequivocally that I have not intervened and will not intervene in any way that would impact the status of the whistleblower, Werfel said. So apparently this guy's washing his hands of it. He's saying, you know what, what the what Merrick Garland and the DOJ decide to do, uh, that pox is upon their house. I don't know who Daniel Werfel is. Daniel Werfel has promised that there will be no retaliation against whistleblowers in the past. Check it out. We discussed previously, we uh, set up an online whistleblower portal for IRS personnel wishing to share information with the committee. I continue to urge you to let your employees know about the portal. I believe it will encourage agency personnel who witness wrongdoing to come forward. And just this last week, we, were, we received outreach from an IRS whistleblower requesting the committee look into concerns the individual has about allegations of misconduct. So can you commit that there will be no retaliation against that whistleblower? Mr. Chairman, while I can't comment on a specific case, I can say without any hesitation, there will be no retaliation for anyone making a uh, an allegation or a call to a whistleblower hotline. What this guy's saying is he don't want the smoke. He's saying, I don't want the smoke, man. You, I like, I like. Listen, this is getting really ugly, and I'm not that. He's saying I'm not that committed to Joe Biden, so I'm not going to stop these investigations. It looks really bad when you have a public whistleblower and then you remove them from the case. And that whistleblower is coming forward to CBS News and saying, "Yo, uh, the DOJ doesn't want us to investigate Hunter Biden. They're, they are not wanting this to go forward." I have a theory on this. I'm just going to float it out there. I, I'm just going. Here we go. I'm going to toss it out there. Joe Biden is a dime store criminal. He is stupid. They were looking at how the Obamas and the Clintons structured, really the Clintons, structured their entire family criminal enterprise to get foreign money for political action inside of the United States. Because when you're in charge of the most powerful country in the world with the world's reserve currency, but not for long, and the world's reserve petroleum supply and uh, the most powerful economy in the world and the greatest innovators in the world and the biggest GDP in the world, you and one of the biggest populations in the world, when you're in charge of that country, man, you can push, you can open a lot of doors. You can push open a lot of things. When you have influence in that country, you can make sure that good things happen for people around the globe. And that's what the Clintons figured out. And so every country on earth went hand in hat to the Clinton Global Initiative based in Little Rock, Arkansas. You hear me, Sarah Sanders? Based in Little Rock, Arkansas. You hear me? Uh, district attorney, Republican district attorney in Little Rock overseeing uh, the business operations of the Clinton Global Initiative. You should investigate that because it was a hat in hand operation 
you give me money and then I will give you a political favor. This happened over and over and over again. Uranium One, so on and so forth. The Bidens looked over and saw that and being like super low information, super room temperature IQ people, they're like, why don't we do that? Come on, man. And the Bidens went ahead and created their own little foundation. They just did it in a stupider manner. They just did it like they were on some type of uh, 70s comedy sketch comedy show, right? The boards falling over and the, the, you know, fart machines and everything. They're just stupid. And so they were caught. The Clintons weren't caught yet. And so that's what's at play here is the protection of that dumb operation. And that dumb operation was never supposed to see the light of day because who was supposed to be president? Hillary Clinton. Now, we're going to get into Ron DeSantis's uh, announcement last night in just a second here, but that's the goal. The goal was that all of this was supposed to just happen and Hillary Clinton was supposed to be president in 2016. This is the same Hillary Clinton. If Hillary Clinton's DOJ went after the Bidens, they'd have to go after the Clintons. And so they'd be in the clear because this is how the Clintons made all their money. And then this is how the Bidens are going to make all their money. And they'll never get investigated and Joe Biden will ride off into the sunset and he'll make millions millions for his family before he dies, delivering on little political favors for foreign countries all around the world. This is how it was supposed to happen. Donald Trump messed up everything. Donald Trump screwed this all up. It was supposed to be easy, clean. Go ahead and launder that money straight through the families. No one's ever going to investigate us. No one's ever going to raise any red flags. Joe Biden's never going to run for political office again. So it's not, not ever going to be a problem for us. No one's, no one's going to care. And everyone just goes about and makes their corrupt cash, but it didn't work that way. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory. Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. And now we're starting to see the retaliation happening. We're starting to see the kickbacks. We're starting to see the problems and the cracks because you can't hold back the dam forever. The FBI is being held in contempt of Congress, which is going to be wild. That has never happened before, an FBI director being held in contempt of Congress, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell, I'll tell you all about it in just one second. First off, the breaking news of the day is incredibly fast. And if you're talking about breaking things, man, the uh, Twitter space last night that Ron DeSantis announced on was very, very broken. It's important that you have technology that functions. It's important that you have a cell service that functions, that you are connected in this time. There are big and dangerous things that are happening all around us. You got to be connected, baby. That's why I use Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian, conservative, wireless connector. It is dependable. Nationwide coverage on all three major networks. You get the best possible service in your area without the woke propaganda pushed by leftists working to destroy this country. Patriot Mobile helps you support free speech, religious freedom, sanctity of life, Second Amendment, military veterans, values. 100% based U.S. customer service team makes it easy to switch today. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Benny, patriotmobile.com slash Benny. Get free activation today with the offer code Benny. Stay connected. 
inside of this third world banana republic. <laughs> you gotta know what's coming down the pike. The FBI knows what's coming down the pike, ladies and gentlemen, because they are keeping an FD-1023 from James Comer. James Comer wants a document, and he wants it now. It's his money, it's my cash, and I want it now. James Comer says, give me this FD-1023. The FD-1023 is a very specific form that is provided to FBI investigators having to do with clandestine intelligence operations. The clandestine intelligence operation that hoovered up information on Joe Biden was a money laundering scheme for favors inside of the U.S. government. It writes itself. Joe Biden was so sloppy in his dime store criminality that he was entrapped by a federal agent whilst he was vice president in a pay-for-play scandal. You give me money, I will give you American policies that you want that can make you super rich, that can ensure that you have power forever in your little despotism, whether that be Russia, Ukraine, Tajikistan. And that's what the Bidens were doing. Hey, the Clintons got rich off it. Why not us? We're Bidens after all. Nobody Fs with a Biden. Well, people are effing with uh, FBI Director Christopher Wray because he won't hand over this document. This document exists and he won't hand it over. Ray won't give it up. And Comer's been trying. He set a deadline. He don't got it. And so now Comer's saying, well, we're going to have uh, some gloves off situation here in Congress. We're going to hold you in contempt. We're going to push for the ousting of an FBI director. It's going to be wild stuff, man. Not since Herbert Hoover have you seen this kind of stuff. This is really, really a big deal. Check it out. You and your committee are prepared now to hold Director Ray in contempt, but now we're hearing that you will be meeting with Director Ray. Um, at issue is this 1023 form uh, that an FBI whistleblower made you aware of that talks about specific actions Joe Biden may have taken in exchange for money. That's exactly right. I sent Director Ray the letter threatening contempt of Congress proceedings if he didn't hand over the document at three o'clock. Uh, just a few hours prior to coming on your show, Sean, I received word that the FBI director is committed to uh, meet with me next week in Washington, uh, and we can discuss this. But nothing's going to change with respect to holding him in contempt of Congress if he doesn't turn over the document. Not only do I expect the document, Sean, I expect to know exactly what the FBI did to investigate the validity of the claim. Because if I, as I've said on your show before, this claim is consistent with activity that we have seen in other countries around the world. And it all stemmed over the course of 2015 and 2016 during the, the end of the Obama administration when Joe Biden was vice president and he took it upon himself to travel all over the world to, to some of our adversaries around the world and talk all about... Right, but foreign policy and foreign aid. So it's not hard to follow the process here of how the criminal enterprise was built. Joe Biden went to some of the worst countries in the world and sold favors for them. This is evidenced really easily actually in the whistleblower who's the stenographer for Joe Biden. This was such an interesting uh, interview with Jesse Waters. You got to hear this guy because he, he really like this. This dude is not a super high operator. He's the stenographer. His job is to write down what Biden was doing. 
And with, and this guy worked for Barack Obama. Yo, he worked for Barack Obama. This guy's a Democrat. It's like half these guys are the IRS. And he's saying, and just like Obama State Department said in cables, like, here's what happened. Hunter Biden got a plum position on a Ukrainian gas company board called Bursima. You know the story. But what you don't know from this whistleblower, because he got, he got like a blip on the radar. I keep covering this guy because it's like unbelievably easy to see how the operation worked. He's like, yeah, okay. He's like, listen, I work for Joe Biden. I work for the Obama administration. What happens is Hunter gets a seat on the Bursima board. Hunter runs into his daddy's office. He says, dad, we got to now start doing something with Ukrainian natural gas. And then the next day, Joe Biden and Jake Sullivan, sleazy greaseball, he's always Jake Sullivan, shopping the dossier. Now he's the national security advisor. Jake Sullivan's like, okay, uh, blah, let's see. Let, let's start pushing for the development of Ukrainian natural gas. Because it'll make Hunter money. If Ukrainian natural gas takes off and becomes a huge roaring industry, Hunter will make millions billions hunter will make so much money so they go in to develop ukraine's natural gas hunter it's the same thing with the chinese natural gas company hunter goes and does business deal with them and suddenly joe biden is pro gas it's amazing we're gonna end fossil fuels says joe biden it's a dirty dirty man the whistleblower lays it all out james comer just laid it all out that's what the document shows and i promise you it's going to be about ukraine because this whistleblower from inside of the Obama administration is like, listen, I was flying on the plane with them. I, I heard their conversations. They were talking about how Hunter Biden sitting on the board. Now we got to spend money. And you go back through the record and you can see that Joe Biden was able to get $60 million in American taxpayer money to go develop natural gas supplies in Ukraine. It's just mafia tactics, man. It's just leverage. Hey, you run a convenience store. You run the gas station on the corner. You're going to pay me for protection. The whistleblowers have said it. They've come out publicly and they've said it. These people deserve to be heard. It's why we're spending the entire, it's why we're spending the program on them. Watch. I went to the FBI and filled out their witness tip line. There's a website. You fill out all these tips, uh, these web, web directions. I submitted it. If you lie to the FBI when you're submitting a tip like that, you can go to jail. I'm not lying. I'm telling the truth. Joe Biden is lying. Joe Biden is a criminal. That's the bottom line. I don't care if he goes to Timbuktu or Ireland or anywhere. He's a criminal. And I've got the evidence. If they put me in front of the grand jury that's right now seated in Wilmington with Special Prosecutor David Weiss, my testimony becomes the evidence that will put him in jail or will uh, lead to his impeachment, probably lead to his impeachment first. You're, so you're saying that Joe Biden wasn't going to Ukraine to fight corruption. Joe Biden was going to Ukraine to help the natural gas industry. At the time, he knew that his son was on the board of the biggest natural gas business conglomerate in Ukraine. That's exactly right. My testimony becomes the testimony that puts Joe Biden in jail. 
This is why we do this program. We are we are independent. So I can I can play these clips and I can put these whistleblowers together and I can I can play it for you every we try and do a public service. There's a lot of people in this space. A lot of people want to talk about all these other little things and so on. It's, it's all very important. It's all culture war stuff. But man, this stuff is huge. And these guys get like one interview on cable news and then they disappear forever. And if you if you are to believe recent reporting, Joe Biden is disappearing these whistleblowers. So we got to talk about them. We're going to have Congresswoman Lauren Boebert going to join the program in a moment. We're, we're going to talk all throughout these whistleblowers and how Congress is going to protect them. Lauren Boebert sits on some very powerful committees, and we're going to go through it all. FD-1023 forms are forms that prove that a clandestine, somebody who's not an American, operation is capturing information that could be criminal for what you're doing. Now, according to James Comer, uh, who dropped some bombshell news last night, there are not there's not just one item inside the FBI that proves that Joe Biden did this. There are lots of items inside the FBI that prove he did it. He did this a lot of times. This is why we start with the Chinese spy balloon, because like our federal government didn't want you to know about that, even though it's floating in the sky above your head. You can look up and film it with your iPhone or your Android or your Kodak camera that you go and you take a photo and then you send it into Walmart to get the photos processed. Rolls Royce is over here looking at me. He's like, I don't even know what that is. What are you even talking about? Do you know what cameras those are? Have you ever functioned in a VCR? It'll tell me a lot about who's watching. Do you even know how VCR works? Have you ever had to rewind a tape with a pencil, like a cassette tape and rewind it with a pencil? Man, I know about this stuff. Do you know about this stuff? It's generational stuff. Rolls Royce is over here like, who is this old man? Get him some dentures. Get him a pocket catheter. Somebody who's going to need a pocket catheter is apparently Joe Biden in his prison cell because here's James Comer saying the FBI has voluminous information of Joe Biden's crimes in their own records, their own criminal records on Joe Biden. They're hiding them from you, the American people. Go. We, our specific request, first of all, said we want any form 1023 dated in August 2020 with the word Biden on it. And you know what they came back and said, Sean? They said, well, that's, that would just be too many documents. Uh, we, we can't possibly prepare all that. So, uh, you know, a light bulb goes off. And, well, what do you mean? How many 1023s are there? Uh, with the word Biden just for one month in 2020. Now, this is what we found with the Treasury with the suspicious activity reports. There were hundreds of these indicating potential wrongdoing of the Bidens with respect to financial transactions. Now, the way that I understood the FBI, there are multiple Form 1023s pertaining to Biden. So we had to narrow the focus to say, okay, Biden and the word $5 million. So you have to actually do the denominations of money that Joe Biden was fleecing from foreign governments. Don't look in the sky. You know that giant balloon floating over your house, which is next to a nuclear silo? Don't look up. Don't look at it. Remember, Trump's bad. He wants jaywalked in New York. He wants spit out his gum on the sidewalk. Let's put him in prison. Truly unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, special counsel John Durham 
will be testifying before Congress. We thought it would happen today. Uh, I've been told by my producer it will not happen today. Republicans challenged Special Counsel John Durham to explain why FBI top brass James Comey and Andrew McCabe declined to cooperate with his investigation. If you were under uh, investigation by a special counsel, I don't think you would have the right to decline. I don't think you'd have the right to be like, nah, man, I don't feel like it. I got to go to the beach today. James Comey looking like a beach bum these days. But James Comey looking like homeless Gandalf. Super creepy. These people are uh, running a criminal cartel. I think that's the easiest way to say it. That, that criminal cartel is completely dead set against Donald Trump. It's dead set against you, the American people, and the vessels that you may set. The, the greatest, the greatest insult was that you didn't do what they told you to do in 2016. They used every point of leverage possible. They told you who to vote for in 2016 and you defied them. How dare you? And that's the mortal sin. And so now that entire that entire corrupt cancerous system must come down upon our country's head. And they're going to try and prevent this from ever happening again. They need to ensure that the results are always in their favor. Now, I'm not saying that that's why the Twitter space crashed last night with Elon Musk and Ron DeSantis. <laughs> Ooh, it was a tough one. Last night, if you were listening, there was a uh, it was a it was a it was a glitchy launch. Okay, so we communicated with people inside of Twitter, and uh, if you were listening in, what you had was a launch that like got all jarbled and and eventually crashed. Right when Elon Musk was trying to launch, uh, effectively launch the campaign of Ron DeSantis on Twitter. So there's a lot to be said about this, but if you weren't listening, here's what it sounded like in the first. Space. These are called Twitter spaces. These are like effectively uh, chat rooms would be the best way to say it for Twitter where it's audio only and you can like listen in to conversations and even be part of the conversations if you're invited. Uh, this is what the glitch sounds like. Tonight, I'm pleased to introduce two individuals who've done more to loosen the group. I'd have surprised many, but not those of us who've known and worked with Elon for nearly a quarter century. His commitment to freedom, commitment to freedom and his willingness to put his money where his mouth is, upset the narrative, upset the narrative control, control, and imposed on us by our government. We've got so many people here that I think we are we are uh, kind of melting the servers, uh, which is a good sign. I think we've got <laughs> a, just a massive number of people online, so it's um, servers are straining somewhat. So not great. Now, what Twitter told us and what we've heard about this, I mean, it was it was I mean, it was bad. Listen, like there's there's no there's no sugarcoating this. It was bad. Uh, what Twitter told us is that this isn't the most listened to space in history because Twitter's had spaces with millions of people, multi millions of people listening in on conversations. It's a really cool tool. I'm on Twitter spaces often. I'm you can often find me talking in these Twitter spaces. They're great. I was in one last night with hundreds of thousands of people. What they told us is that the speed, the velocity of people joining the space crashed it, that they've never had a space with more people joining. So when Ron DeSantis comes out and says it was the most people listening to a Twitter space ever, that's not true. But uh, when the Elon Musk says it's the fastest growing space, it was the fastest listened to space. I mean, I saw it up at 700,000, 800,000 people, perhaps millions of people were attempting to get in and they crashed the system. Because it all it all happened too fast, and it's all about bandwidth inside of these companies, and so that's what crashed the space and made for a bit of a disaster. They relaunched the space with Ron DeSantis, and that went off fine. Then they were able to get to the actual 
effective programming. Um, in the end, a lot of people are making a lot of people are making like comments that Ron DeSantis sounded like ChatGPT. Uh, he read he read a script right for the announcement, so he like read from a script, which is not what you do on a space typically. Like the DeSantis team would have been wise to have listened in to other spaces and heard like these spaces are like free flowing. Nobody's really scripted. You're like having debates and comments. It's a war zone. People are fighting each other and stuff. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be like you know loose and free, and you know you just kind of kind of going at it. Nothing wrong with launching your uh, presidential campaign with a script. Donald Trump launched his presidential campaign with a script at Mar-a-Lago in November. But these Twitter spaces are not the not the place for like scripted content to like read from a sheet. So they would have been wise to have like studied that system uh, and do something natively on it. And more importantly, um, you got You got to have the tech to make sure that the space doesn't crash because there would have been millions of people it would have been multi millions of people listening to this. It would have been very, very interesting. Elon Musk says he wants to do more of these with more candidates. A little birdie on our shoulder tells us that Donald Trump is coming back to Twitter, that Donald Trump will be returning to Twitter, and that Donald Trump will do one of these spaces. So we hope to get the tech figured out by then because that's going to be bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Here's uh, what Elon Musk said at the end of the Ron DeSantis space saying, yo, uh, we're going to do more of these with all candidates. I would love to see Joe Biden, for instance, try and figure this out. Come on, man. It's just really great for the people to hear directly from uh, presidential candidates um, and to have have it in, in a conversational tone, uh, which, which obviously results in, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be imperfect because it's not scripted. So, uh, but it's genuine. Um, and I think that that really gives the, the people an opportunity to understand who, who might be their president uh, in a way that's real. So thank you very much for, and, for coming on and doing this. And the invitation is open to any other candidates who might want to do this. A absolutely. Um, it is important for people to hear directly from candidates. So um, thank you for uh, working with us on this historic uh, event. And uh, uh, yeah, looking, looking forward to future conversations. So Fox News had Ron Sanders on immediately afterward. Uh, the, the greasy uh, deep stater. Trey Gowdy, who I cannot stand. I used to really think that Trey Gowdy was a, a good dude, but no, he's just controlled opposition. Trey Gowdy was supposed to go after Hillary Clinton on Benghazi. Trey Gowdy defended the FBI, defended the Russiagate investigation, uh, uh, defended the Justice Department during January 6th and all of the exposés. Trey Gowdy is a uh, little uh, munchkin, along with a lot of these guys, like for Paul Ryan there at Fox. It's bad. Like it's bad. What's happening at Fox News? Like you're 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 losing your independence and you're losing your connection with the base, with guys like Trey Gowdy. So this is my personal my, my personal rip on Trey Gowdy. Like I, this guy should not be hosting Tucker's Hour, right? And also the, he served with Ron DeSantis, right? Like in Congress. So Trey, Trey Gowdy was in Congress with Ron DeSantis. I'm pretty sure. And so you know you're going you're going then into this into this portal with Trey Gowdy, who looks like a glazed donut. Uh, uh, on TV, uh, but even Trey Gowdy was able to take a swipe at Elon and Twitter. You know, I'm a huge Elon fan, but was able, like the crashing of the space gave Trey Gowdy the ability to say this. Today, he announced his candidacy to be an ex-president of the United States. And he joins us now for his first television interview since that announcement. And we will keep him longer than most guests so we can 
ask him about his plans for the country as well as how he will address the issues confronting our culture and our country. I can't promise you that I won't crash, but Fox News will not crash during this interview. Governor DeSantis, if you broke Twitter, my daughter and the Kardashians are going to be very upset with you. I, I don't know if that's what happened with Elon Musk or not. Maybe he just had a big audience. We had a huge audience. It did. It was the biggest they'd ever had. It did break the Twitter space. And so we're really excited with the enthusiasm. But ultimately, it's about the future of our country. Uh, Trey, I'm running uh, to lead a great American comeback. Okay, so uh, that was Ron DeSantis then going on Fox News. Uh, I got to tell you, there is one huge highlight from the night. Two takeaways from the night. One. Uh, and I will totally admit my bias here. My bias is in favor of Elon trying to do something new. Elon's trying to destroy corporate the corporate media, the same corporate media that put like that puts like glazed donuts like that on TV, that fires Tucker Carlson, that fires these truth tellers. I am totally in favor of that. Yeah, it was ugly. Yes, it was messy. Yes, the tech didn't work perfectly uh, and actually crashed, and that is bad. I mean, there's no there's no sugarcoating that. That was bad. But yo, they were trying to do something new and they're trying to do something that's like user generated and created. And that's awesome. And you should want more of that. I'll be so in favor of when Donald Trump goes and does one of these spaces. Trust me, we'll be wall to wall with it. So first off, that's important. Secondarily, the memes were important last night. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to play you a meme that is the great, one of the greatest memes I've ever seen. Uh, nay, 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 I say the greatest meme I've ever seen uh, produced politically. The reason why is the speed and the accuracy and the hilarity of this meme created by AI uh, and then generated and then popped up on Donald Trump's truth social account and his Instagram uh, right after the space ended. And this is a parody of Elon Musk hosting a space with Hitler and, and Satan and Dick Cheney, Klaus Schwab, uh, and George Soros, along with Ron DeSantis. It's hilarious. It's empirically funnier than anything you've ever seen on Saturday Night Live. And it's worth playing because I cried watching this. I want the two of these guys to fight. The fight's going to be good for the country. And so here we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our Ron DeSantis Twitter space. Hello. Is my microphone working correctly? George, can you just wait while we... Hello. Can you hear me? We can all hear you, George. Can you just hold on for a second? Ilfa, I don't think they can hear me. <coughs> I can hear you fine, George. Just speak to the I don't mic think George knows how to use Twitter. Hello. Uh, can you hear me now? Can I please make my big announcement now? Everyone just... Hello. Just shut up, George. Can somebody just mute, George? <coughs> Dick, could you try not to cough on the... <coughs> okay, so how are we going to take out Trump, you guys? Uh, uh guys from the FBI. This is not a private call. This is a public Twitter space. Everyone can listen in. God damn it. Uh, anyway, guys, we uh, invited everyone to this, uh, this Twitter space. So Governor Ron DeSantis could <coughs> everyone just shut the hell up so I can make my announcement. Okay. You go girl. Wait, the devil is gay? So what? Everyone in this call is gay. Think something to know, right? Think this I happen to know every single one of you has a secret yeah, gay lover hidden in your closet. Guys, can we please just calm down? 
So anyway, guys, I just wanted to announce that I'm okay. I can hear the governor very well. Shut, shut up. up. Would George. you please shut up already? I, I'm running for fucking president. Okay. Yeah, we kind of already we knew already about it. No, governor. Congratulations, governor. <coughs> uh, well, that concludes our Twitter space for today. Thank you to all of our. Hold your horses, Elon. The real president is going to say a few words. The devil, I'm going to kick your ass very soon. Hitler, you're already dead. Dick Cheney sounds like you'll be joining Hitler very soon. Klaus Schwab and George Soros, I'm putting both your asses in jail. And Ron DeSanctimonious can kiss my big, beautiful 2024 presidential ass. (laughs) Come on! Come on! It's hysterical. It's hilarious. It's... One of the funniest memes I've ever seen in my life. And the speed at which it was created is wild. I've been telling you guys, 2024 is going to be one hell of a ride. we got a lot of wood to chop. The race isn't done yet. Don't believe the people that say that. And I got a little bit of advice because here we have a CNN poll. Trump enjoys 29-point swing his way against DeSantis since March. So Donald Trump, so in Ron DeSantis' lead up to his announcement, you've seen Donald Trump's polling just absolutely skyrocket. And so here's effectively as the, the playing field as it stands right now with the with these two guys. And this is what this is what's going to shake out. This is what's going to shake out. Here's here's the, the triangulated playing field. You have Donald Trump over here in two. Ca- there's two categories, OK, that I judge these candidates by. You have c- capacity to be an effective executive. And then you have capacity to have charisma. I call it the greatest show on Earth. Donald Trump is the greatest show on Earth. Those memes, his posting on Truth Social last night, Ron, Ron, I've got a red button and mine is bigger and stronger than yours. He like, he pulled the the Kim Jong-un on Ron DeSantis. Trump was hilarious last night. If you want the greatest show on earth, and if you're looking for politics as entertainment and as politics as charismatic oomph and the ability to like turn a crowd your direction like Trump did during the CNN town hall, for instance, just clobbering Caitlin Collins. If you want that, if you want that, you're never going to beat Trump on that. But I would argue, while Trump is the greatest there ever was, he's the goat in that column, in the entertainment column. I would argue effectiveness of his administrative capacities uh, lacking in comparison to Ron DeSantis, who Ron DeSantis has been a very, very effective administrator here in the state of Florida, where I live. The reason I moved my family across the country to live here. Ron DeSantis is a very effective administrator and very effective with people and very effective at, at accomplishments. He has a very high marks in that column. And that is formidable. However, Ron DeSantis, as proved last night, uh, is waning significantly in the charisma and in the flash and in the entertainment category. And in just the swagger category, he like he's like down on that. That's not good. So you have these two call these two competing columns where Trump's way outrank, outstripping everyone who ever existed over here. And we can get into the finer details, but I would argue Trump is very vulnerable when it comes to uh, the administrative effectiveness. I mean, I think that the line of attacks are going to be like Dr. Fauci, like you're the guy who made Dr. Fauci famous, right? So that's where that's where DeSantis is going to come at him for. Ron DeSantis is really, really great in administration and like not good in charisma and not good in like the people skills. 
And so those are two options. And then you come over here to the third option. Here's the tertiary option. And this is the triangulated chessboard here. The third option is, of course, Joe Biden, who on both categories, administrative effectiveness and charisma, are price is right, trombone. Zero. Zero on both. His administration is a flaming pile of dog crap. And Joe Biden can't get through a day without whatever they pump into his body that makes his pupils dilate like this every time he's given a a scripted speech. And every video they release of him has like 1,400 cuts in it because he can't get through even like a scripted comment. Everyone's seen Joe Biden. He's falling downstairs. Both of them. So that's what's at play. There's the triangulated chessboard, okay? That's what people are going to, that, that, that is what we have for 2024, and America's going to have to make a choice. America's going to have to choose. And here we are, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to, like, look at a choice, clearly, between uh, these candidates. I think it's going to be fascinating. I think it's going to be the most interesting election of our lifetime, and I'm here for it. The battle will be good, and there's a lot at stake. The future of our children, the future of our country, clearly at stake. And it is in every single election, but it seems more so now as you watch banks collapse, as you watch our currency be made worthless, as you watch our reserve currency uh, get hoovered up around the world, replaced with the BRICS system. And the BRICS system is based on what? What is Russia and China and India, Pakistan, what are all these countries trying to, to, to go back to? The gold standard, something that we had in the 1970s, because gold actually has value. If you wish to have your asset class backed by something with real value, I encourage you to go and visit my friends with Allegiance Gold. My friends at Allegiance Gold can protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver. This is the only hedge against a fiat currency for all history. The Christ child was delivered gold via the wise men because it had value then, it has value now. Allegiance Gold has an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau and a triple A rating with the Business Consumer Alliance. They're A-plus guys. They're a great company. Get $5,000 in free silver with qualifying purchase when you visit Protect with Benny today. Don't let the Fed play monopoly money with your hard-earned cash. Visit protectwithbenny.com today. Somebody who protects you in Washington, D.C. are the fighters, and there's not many of them in the Republican Party, but one of them joins the program now. Her name is Congresswoman Lauren Boebert, and she needs no introduction. Lauren, thank you so much for being on the program. I hope you enjoyed the memes. That was the, it was the best oh meme, the best meme I've ever seen posted in the politics. I've been doing this my entire life. That was amazing. And uh, just as you said, uh, the speed at which it was created, um, that is very impressive. Uh, I was not expecting it to be that good. Um, you guys did great. Love how 45, uh, soon to be 47, came in at the end uh, with a win there. AI, AI, AI generated, baby. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, you know, I don't know. Elon Musk says that we are facing all of humanity's destruction, but he also says the most entertaining outcome is the best. And so I've been, I'm entertained. Uh, were you, were you entertained last night? You were following this closely. You, you and I were having a conversation about like what's going on geopolitically in the world. Where did you see this DeSantis announcement ranking? You have endorsed Donald Trump. Uh, 
you've obviously a huge Trump fan. You have a Let's Go Brandon dress, I believe, in 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 your closet somewhere. Yeah. So uh, talk me through it. How 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 did you uh, perceive the night? Well, we all knew that this announcement was coming. Um, everyone has been speculating it uh, for months now. And, uh, it, you know, it, it was it was great for us to all be there um, on that Twitter space and um, have this uh, unique experience. Um, but also, I, he just, DeSantis doesn't have what President Trump has. And um, that's going to be very hard for him to overcome. Uh, he's a fantastic governor, just as you said, Benny, you moved your family to Florida because administratively he's done such a wonderful job in that state. Uh, he's he's America's governor. and uh, But we need America's president back. And uh, it's going to be a very interesting uh, primary election, uh, but I, I have no doubts that President Trump is uh, just going to have a clean victory walking out of that. And uh, it, it can't come soon enough, Benny, because we have got to have him back in the White House to finish the job that he started. So I know that Donald Trump has uh, Donald Trump has the, the best memers and he has a ton of online and viral energy. And in the conversations we were having in the lead up to this announcement, my advice to the people who are working for Trump, or if I had the presidency, or, uh, like it would be, this battle makes you better, right? Everyone should be for this. People should want Trump, because when Donald Trump entered the race in 2015 from Trump Tower on a golden staircase, like he was a different person. Mm -hmm. When he went through the primary battles, he was carved out of wood by the time he got to Hillary Clinton in the debate stage. And he, he just obliterated her. And that was because of the tough battles that he had from a lot of people, a lot of people th like throwing punches at him and it made Trump better. Uh, do you agree with that? And and I and and I guess my advice is you should you, you should welcome everyone so upset at DeSantis. Like you should welcome this. Actually, if you're a Trump fan, Trump's the best in these scenarios. Yes, um, he's certainly um, his, he's going to be sharpened by this for sure. Um, but, you know, I, I'm just I'm looking forward to President Trump. Um, reiterating the successes that he had and what he plans to do um, for our country um, since everything has just been obliterated uh, the, the past two years and by the time he gets there, four years. Uh, and, and so I am ready for the, that highlight reel of how great our country was when he was our leader. We had peace through strength. And uh, just, to, just to be able to relive um, all of those victories and then see the forecoming victories um, that we could have with him back in the White House. Um, that's going to be uh, the most important thing for me. And I think a lot of Americans uh, across our country, uh, you know, the we, we all love to um, to have fun and to, to see jabs thrown here and there. You know, I've, I've been there in the middle of it, throwing jabs, receiving them. Um, but but right now, uh, our country just needs a leader so much, and he needs to remind everyone what a strong leader he is and that he could take charge and, and fix this horrible mess that we're in. So I want to pivot over to the person that will be run against. So as of now... And they haven't done the old switcheroo with Joe Biden, which I think could happen, actually. I think that's why they slow walk this stuff, because at any moment they can just flip the switch and be like, this guy's out. Yeah. Uh, you're on oversight. So you're you, you it is your constitutional duty to provide oversight of the executive. You're in Article one. Joe Biden's in Article two of the Constitution. Uh, can you fill us in on the nonstop? clown carousel that is the Biden administration and their attempts to cover up their crimes. 
Uh, yes, uh, there's so much obstruction that is uh, taking place, and it's really difficult because this is Biden's DOJ, and they aren't too eager um, to follow through um, with actual investigations, you know, and, and, and unless um, it's a Republican congressman from New York, you know, then they're right. five months and it's done. Um, but they are willing to cover this up and, and be um uh, just slow walk the whole thing uh, and really just turn a blind eye to it. But it, there's so much that we've seen in the oversight committee um, from the $10 million that nine Biden family members received um, from China and elsewhere in these shell LLC companies. Uh, this is uh, this is very damning for the big guy. And uh, Chairman Comer said, you know, we aren't just investigating uh, and, and having hearings into the Biden crime family. We're going all the way to the top to the big guy. And, you know, even when um, uh, Director Ray was asked to come before the committee and did not, um, you know, we're, we're seeing that the FBI is covering um, covering up and refusing to be transparent about then VP Biden's alleged bribery scheme. And it's unacceptable. Chairman Comer has uh, threatened to initiate contempt of Congress proceedings if Director Ray continues to defy our subpoena and Ray's refusal to produce this single document when his whistleblower made clear it exists is obstruction, Benny. The American people should be able to see these allegations for themselves. And we need to know what the FBI did to investigate these criminal allegations. Yeah, so... so so fill in for our audience. What does contempt of Congress mean? Is it just another slap on the wrist? Is it just, you know, we we don't we don't like you, nana nana boo boo, circle yes or no in the playground? Like what like what can possibly happen here? Because what does seem, at least from our humble perspective, is that the FBI has the criminal records of the Bidens and they are hiding them from the American people and have done so throughout the Trump administration and and now obviously uh, the Biden administration. Right. Um, well, so, I mean, contempt of Congress, you know, I mean, that's us saying like uh, th this guy is uh, avoiding us. Um, he is he is not complying. Um, the administration, these agencies, they work for us. They were created by Congress and we have oversight over them. And when they deny to come in and answer to the very body of the government that created them, that that directs their funding, um, that keeps them going, then we hold them in contempt. And, you know, hopefully there's actually something done uh, in, in the, the judicial branch about that. But that's, again, why we need a strong president back in office so we can actually see this all the way through, because Biden's DOJ is not very eager to put cuffs on the people who are um, seemingly very treasonous. Yeah, I mean, so, so treason. So, un, so unpack that because the the way that we the way that we look at this is, you know, when it's treason, you're like betraying your country for another country, and it seems as though the Biden has Biden's have a, a considerable uh, rap sheet on that, including these FD 1023s. So these FD 1023s, your chairman made news last night by saying there's lots of them. It's not just one document. There's a lot. The FBI had to like the FBI had to say which one when he asked. Right. And as it pertains to Joe Biden being ensnared in some type of pay for play scandal abroad. So so, you know, can you unpack treason and then can you unpack the I always want to be action oriented. What is it that happens to these people who are obstructing justice? We've seen presidents get impeached before. We've seen criminal charges brought against Steve Bannon, right, for not complying right. with Congress. So First off, unpack treason. And then second off, what happens next? 
Uh, yeah. So, I mean, with with treason, uh, we haven't really seen to the fullest extent of, of what that happens. I mean, are they going to get Gitmo? Are they getting charges? Are they getting fines? Are they getting cut? What What is taking place? And it's hard to say when it's the Democrats um, DOJ that that hold that power because they are so corrupt. And I mean, Benny, listen, I mean, the, the hypocrisy um, from them is just constantly on, on full display for the American people to see. We have the FBI and the DOJ who puts their head in the sands when it comes to Hunter Biden and the Biden crime family, but will investigate phony Trump Russia ho uh, hoaxes when when they had no basis and no evidence to even launch a probe. So it, it's really difficult to say what this DOJ, what the FBI, any of them would actually do going forward um, since they are working for the very people um, that we are are trying to hold um, to account. But the FBI, they, they failed to uphold their mission um, of, of strict fidelity to the law. Uh, Durham, he concluded that this was an illegal, unlawful abuse of government and power. And, uh, and there was absolutely no evidence um, of collusion between President Trump and Russia with that funny, phony hoax. And, and the report made clear that the FBI should never have even launched an investigation. So when you start putting all this together, I mean, Benny, that is the million dollar question. What happens after our investigations? Okay. Um, I, I, we have gavels here. We don't have handcuffs. Uh, so the best thing that we can do is expose everything that's happening for the American people to inform them of everything they want to cover up uh, so they can make the real decisions come election time. Yeah. Gavels, not handcuffs. Really, truly. I mean, there, yeah. there is, uh, we look, we look through it. There is a way for, if you're in contempt of Congress, Congress can order your arrest. But I mean, I far yeah. be it for me to encourage you to do that against Christopher Ray, but that would be pretty based. Final question, Lauren, people have lost all their faith in these institutions. Mm -hmm. The FBI was created via executive order. It can be undone. It can be unfunded. It can be defunded. Yeah. It can be done away with, right? Yeah. Like it could be absorbed into other organizations. When you have a appendage that is so filled with cancer, uh, you sometimes just got to lop it off. Uh, there's just no saving it. And so my my final question to you is, you know, the FBI seems to be at, at the particular tip of the spear here as it pertains to the Durham report yeah. and the cover-ups uh, for the Bidens and the keeping of the documents from you and your committee and your chairman. Are you for the dissolution of the FBI? Uh, th that definitely is something that we are working on in the appropriations process as far as um, defunding parts of the FBI um, that are um, that are woke and weaponized. Um, this is something that uh, we made a priority during the speaker's race at the beginning of the year. Um, we wanted to go through the appropriations process um, so we can actually uh, accomplish something rather than four people working on this big omnibus bill. We're going to work on these appropriations requests to fund the federal government individually. We'll have 12 individual uh, appropriations bills that come through, and each of them will will have defunding components to these uh, woke and weaponized um, agencies. Uh, I don't think that we'll see the FBI uh, completely defunded in this Congress, uh, but we're, we are seeing how corrupt they are um, and, and, frankly, how shady the FBI has acted um, when when they when they go after um, pol some political opponents and and protect their allies on their side, uh, but 
a lot of this does need to be um, defunded, reworked, um, and uh, like you said, absorbed even into other agencies. Vinny, the, the FBI wants a $375 million brand new building. I don't think that's something we should be rewarding the FBI with. And so there will be amendments to defund that that's taking place. But also one last uh, beautiful thing that we fought for there in the speaker's race um, was the Holman rule. So we can actually target these bureaucrats who have weaponized the federal government against the American people and have not fulfilled um, their oaths um, to, to serve the American people faithfully. And we can go after them and their salaries and make it very painful for them uh, and show that there is a consequence uh, for not um, for not being uh, doing your job well and being an upstanding um, representative um, here from uh, from these federal agencies. Oh, Godspeed in that mission. That would be actually one of the Holman rule. I need to go. I need to go research that. Yeah, check that one out. We're going to have fun with it. OK, fantastic. <laughs> Lauren Bobert, everyone's got to go follow. Here's her Twitter account. Pop on over there and give her a follow. Oh, man, Lauren, we're going to get you up to a million. Everyone, Lauren is ro roaring to a Which million. Which one are you on? Oh, you're on my 934, official 934,000. Look at these dope, look at these videos. Look at that, that, look at this. There she goes, boom, <laughs> boom. Walking, talking, rocking, rolling. Godspeed, Lauren Bobert. Thanks, Vinny. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we certainly have work to do. We have work to do. And we're going to do that work. And we're going to do it with the wind at our backs, we're going to do it because we have a country to save and we're going to do it because we need a place for our children to live, right? Like we we need to, we need to save this place. And so that's why we do the show every single day. It's certainly why we are excited about the future and why we try as hard as we can on this program to present an optimistic view of where we are headed. We do our very, very best and we do it knowing that every single show, if we absolutely cannot bring you the good news, or if there's no hilarious Trump memes to share, well, we'll at least have one nice thing to share with you. One point of hope inside of the show. And that is our verse of the day, which comes from Joshua today. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. The Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Let that carry you forward through your Thursday. It's going to be a wild one. And we're here for you. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. See ya.